This Minnesota Vikings betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with $8,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Imagine if the Vikings had their boat trip today. <laughs> Mayhem would assume Lizzo would be there. I think, oh right? <laughs> Lizzo, Lizzo would be the captain of the boat trip, uh, according to the accusations we saw. Can we get an update of the Odell boat trip <laughs> meme with uh, Lizzo in there? Oh man! Well, what about I, the shirtless New York Giants boat trip picture? But just get Lizzo's Lizzo in there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe a hot like make Lizzo a mermaid in the water. Oh. Ooh. That's the closest I got for the uh, Lizzo. Sean, boat would trip. would people be upset if we if we got a like one of those motion Photoshop deals and got Lizzo onto the baby whale in that Ooh. YouTube video? <laughs> I know I, she's canceled now. We can make fun of her. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. Lizzo uh, apparently with some northwestern like tactics to her. Uh, Sounded much worse. <laughs> I didn't hear any talk of a car wash. No, there was no car wash. Eating bananas at a certain places, uh, fat shaming her body, uh, her her dancers. It's uh, sad so times. If, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're working for SGPN and you opt into a strip club excursion, <laughs> that's why. I mean, again, you can't uh, no, as we, an employer, you can't take uh, can't take your independent contractors out to uh, strip clubs. Around. Creates creates some blurry lines there. Yeah, uh, the uh, I'll never forget it when I joined uh, Hulu as a company. The head of HR at the time was a very uh, flamboyant guy, and he he did the sexual harassment training. And his whole message was, "You can't you can't control how someone's going to perceive you." Ooh. He then he then proceeded to uh, rub the shoulders of the guy who looked most uptight in the room. So uh, <laughs> go figure. I, that that one's tough. Maybe he had some Lizzo tactics of his own. Anyway, speaking of Lizzo and in, inappropriate stuff. The Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Um, interesting team. And and I we Ryan, I mean, we are on podcast number three of the day, a triple header. We of course um knocked out the Atlanta Falcons uh preview. Kramer and I did not see eye to eye on the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> then we did our uh Hall of Fame uh game picks. Yeah, throw out a couple little uh plays there and early look at week one NFL DFS. Got some sweet stacks in there. I mean, it's so fun to do the five dollar millie maker because you could just do so many. Oh, it's I, a plus EV opportunity. Right? I've built two lineups since we stopped recording. So. Yes, uh, you know, also obviously a plus EV opportunity. Signing up for our Patreon because mm. it creates the value oh. of sticking it to corporate gambling, helping out the sports gambling podcast SGPN, and is scoring some sweet perks for you. Exclusive merch, 
Uh, we're going to be releasing uh, old episodes and uh, videos from the archives, our bonus SGP stories, ad free uh, podcast as well. A lot of cool uh, behind the scenes stuff there that we'll be putting out. And one of the contests, our thousand dollar NFL win totals contest, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get started today. Kramer. Minnesota Vikings, you know how their season ended. You were there. Oh, what a, what a what an absolute. I mean, all right. So, sco- taking it a step back. I do like, like the spaceship. That. Mm. I like uh the idea of Vikings still being allowed to be mascots. I like the idea of there being a human human mascot for the Vikings, and I like the idea that they do that skull thing. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Like if skull Skull. If there's skull. one thing that another fan base did, it does make me want to have a lipper. I know it's. Uh, well, what does actually skull mean? It's. Um, it's, it's like a Viking chant. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's not like skull with an A. It's no. S K O L. No, but it's hard for me not to think. Pretty about sure it. it's what they did while they are up above a village before they ran down, murdered everyone, and <laughs> impregnated the women. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what happened. But you know, we can still call them Vikings. We're cool. They're in the north. Shout out! Uh, this is b- uh, basically a whole Canada podcast. Mm. Uh, threw Jeremy Roenick in there because you know why not? Basically, he he's he's America's Canada Canadian. There you go. And then you have I got the Winnipeg shirt oh, on. Oh yes! Uh, shout, shout out, out to, to the Blue Bombers. Yeah. CFL. Shout out to uh, Kyle, legendary mm. uh, Vikings fan. Now, now the 2022 Minnesota Vikings. Uh, what a what a team! 13 and five straight up. Of course, they 0 and one in the playoffs. Seven, 10 and one against the spread. Uh, their win total was set at nine. Uh, they hit the over. We were both had them slightly under at eight and nine. No one saw this 13 and five season coming, and the stats, even the numbers numbers <laughs> didn't see it coming. The stats they broke every sort of model. I mean, 11 and 0 in one score games, and. Uh, the seven point loss against the Giants, that was the only loss that was less than 11 points. So every other loss, they just got completely destroyed. And then they won an insane amount of one score games. I mean, games that you kind of will remember for years. I mean, I remember where I was. Uh, watching that Colts game, uh, seeing that Minnesota was plus two thousand live, and I'm like, ah, should I get in? I'm like, no way. They come all the way back. Of course, they're going up against Jeff Saturday. They come back thirty-two unanswered points to win that game. They won that uh, Bills game, which was uh, I, I've never seen anything like that. Where it, where they're the, the the Bills are running out the clock. It's like Miracle in the Meadowlands type stuff. They fumble the snap. I mean, just crazy, crazy games. Is it fair to say that at some point we can embrace the idea that maybe this team captured a little magic <laughs> and, and the, the close wins ended up being a result of their belief in each other. And this, some of that shit that you hear about championship teams. Now, obviously this is a, this is like an all time, like we can since 2000, since 19, there's all these since long time ago. Yes. This is the only team. This is the first team. This is the worst of that. This is the best of this. But at some point, they do have to get a little bit of credit for winning. New coach, mm. a, right? Are Court- you building them up because the Giants beat them in the playoffs? No, right? no, no, no. I, I I have plenty of 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 chopping them down as well. But listen to this stat. This is a this is a stat that blew my mind. They finished four and three against teams with a winning record. Usually a good sign, but they had a negative forty seven point differential. Yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that just is wild. I would say in general, 
And it wasn't like a, they didn't have any crazy QB injury. You know, Justin Jefferson did blow out his ACL. Like it, it's it, very bizarre. Yeah. Obviously negative point differential, obviously negative yardage uh, yards per play 29th no. in net yards per play. Yeah. And they were 13 and four. How the hell does that happen? Well, obviously you look at the losses. They lost every game by an, well, no, I'm, I'm sorry. They averaged 22 points in their losses being defeated by over three touchdowns. That's one of the ways you create skewed yeah. metrics, right? Now, again, I do think it's unfair to give them no credit for performing well in one score games. Obviously, 11 and 0 in one score games, 11 and 1 if you include the playoffs. 11 and 0 <laughs> in the regular season in one score games. I I do think Yes, that's a massive outlier. They, uh, for only team to do it in the last like twenty three seasons or something like that. Um, that be, I, I'm sorry, the the Texans and the the twenty twelve Texans, my twenty twelve tw Texans back in the good old days, and the twenty twenty one Bucks uh, were the were the only other two teams in the last ten years to go undefeated in one score games, even. So, yes, outlier. They still did it. They still have a general collection of the same talent. And I think most people would agree the defense at minimum is, is going to take a step forward and in, in trying to do something this year. So obviously they take a step back and the thing, big thing I was circle. Cause you argued with me on the giants episode, but I, I think the thing that encapsulates this season perfectly without being a nerd and looking at all these yardage and, mm. and crazy point metrics, they were 13 and four and they went seven and 10 against the spread. Yes. Now I pointed this out when the giants like overperformed, but also covered the spread. Like it's, it's a slightly different framing. And so, yeah, I think for the, the Vikings, that's where I would lean into it. Like they were, uh, they were a good team in the, in the, in, in the eyes of the public, but there's so many smart people now that the spread caught up to it and they were still underperforming the spread. And so that's where I would build my thesis around this team is due for a massive step back. But they went thirteen and four, and their win total is eight and a half. So how big is the step back? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like they can have a decent step back and still so go over their number. What's thirteen minus eight and a half? Thirteen minus eight and a half, four and a half. Four and a half. Do you know how many wins they overperformed by last year, according to Pythag? Four and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so they're predicting a a, a a a symmetrical pendulum swing over a small sample size of two seasons. <laughs> I think even the nerds would agree that that maybe isn't the way it works. Fourth, uh, they do have some some stuff coming their way um, as far as regression stuff. They were actually fourth worst in the league in field goal luck. So <laughs> that that's something. They're a dome team too. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. Um, well, some of it is uh, is the other team how oh, well they get their field picks, goals. Yeah. Um, fifth lowest in games lost due to injury. So that's that could uh, go a little wonky for them again, nine victories when they were down at half, it, you know, you mentioned the defense to me, I, I think one of the more underrated moves this year in the, um, in the NFL is, is them bringing in uh, Brian Flores uh, as their defensive coordinator. I think that's a huge pickup. And I think they, they still have a relatively young secondary with you could say maybe lacking top tier talent. However, I think if there is someone that's going to be able to coach up the the talent they do have on that roster and get the most out of it, I think it might be uh, Brian Flores. I mean, he loves the blitz. Uh, he creates turnovers. Um, they were what in uh, 2020 ninth in the league. 2021 they were second in turnovers. So uh, or sorry, six in turnovers. 
second and blitzes. Like they bring some pressure, which I think could create some opportunities for this Vikings defense. It's an interesting debate because obviously last year they had the lowest blitz rate. They kind of just lined up and and play let the let the play happen in front of them and make the tackle, which you know, I guess we'll see how good this defense is because in some ways, if you start blitzing and creating pressure, it, it, you're creating more pressure on that young back end that didn't exactly perform well last year. So, you know, I, I think Flores could be in a sticky situation for him to play the style of ball. He wants to play is a, is a stark, stark change from last year. And the thing, when you drop back and you sit back and you let it all happen in front of you is you're never going to look stupid. You're never going to get sillied. And, yeah, I, and I think if Brian Flores comes out here with the now we do we also know Brian kept, Flores, kept him in some games. We right? also know Brian Flores is a stubborn motherfucker. <laughs> we also know Brian Flores uh has had pretty good secondaries for the majority of his, I mean a lot of those years in New England, uh certainly in Miami with Howard, he's had a guy in his secondary. And so that that becomes the question: Can one of these young guys or Byron Murphy become a guy? Yeah, um, one guy that we know from the Sims, oh. Ryan, the Hitman, Harrison Smith. He, uh, by all accounts, he's like getting a, a ton of training camp hype as a guy really? that Flores has been moving around. Oh. Um, you know, putting in some good positions. It's kind of like old though. Some flexibility, it? yeah. But I think a new defense, uh, an aggressive guy like Brian Flores, let, letting letting uh, Harry the Hitman go. One I, one hit, we could be without Harry. <laughs> I just but, I I think that I mean, who else are their um, who else are their big playmakers on defense? Danielle Hunter. Um, who else are you are you expecting to get some? Uh, I, well, I think I think you have I think for this to work right, if you're generating pressure through the blitz, you might not need a, a full dominant performance from any one of the front seven guys because it becomes that collective kind of like the Wink Martindale defense, where you're not expecting massive sack totals from any one guy, but anyone can get to the quarterback on any play. That's kind of how the scheme works. So it, it all comes down to can you know can the back end hold up? Can can your uh, who was the kid they draft? Andrew Booth, uh, Lewis Seen. Like you have a bunch of young guys you drafted recently. You signed Byron Murphy. Bring up, let's bring up the 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 new acquisition. But bringing up Murphy, so I, what? Someone on that back end has to do something because I do think he's going to get pressure. Yeah, it just when he doesn't get home is this is the back end holding up? Well, and that and two of these guys like Andrew Booth and Lewis Seen were rookies last year. So second year got to got to hope a yeah, step I mean, forward. It, you you generally struggle a little bit um rookie years a cornerback. I mean losing Patrick Peterson no, as I, much as he's older, I he still had some good snaps no, from them. No, no. I mean I, You don't I'll, think so? Well, here's what I'll say. He he is one of the few people that Isaiah Hodgins had a highlight uh, it, when it came to him beating him <laughs> speed-wise. I don't know if he necessarily like. Maybe he was a leadership piece. Maybe he was <clears throat> he was important in the locker room. He had room. five interceptions. But honestly, losing Dell, I mean, I know a lot of the smart people out there are big. P F F graded him eighty point seven. So I'm just saying, I I I don't think he's he was a liability at the very least. And five picks. All right. I, yeah, I, I guess I I don't really see anyone they lost as a massive deal. Maybe Tom, Dalvin Tomlinson. Well, we haven't that even feels big. We haven't even talked about Dalvin Cook. Uh, obviously, he's not coming back. Alexander Madison getting up the bump up. The data says that Cook was not. He's not the. He's the. He's cooked. <laughs> cook is cooked. 
Yeah, I, I don't know though. I mean, he still had some explosiveness that Alexander Madison. I get it. He looked decent in the times he was replacing uh, Dalvin Cook and being the lead guy. But can he kind of do everything? Can can he completely fill that void? I guess that Dalvin Cook is leaving. Uh, yes. I really? Think okay. I, I've also watched. I mean, Dwayne McBride I mean, looks fucking sexy as hell in okay. training camp. Yeah, yeah. Ty, Ty uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. What's his last name? Ty, Ty. Fuck. I've trained the so hard for the guy. bear, the bare knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I get it. I'm usually not a guy that uh, running backs. Again, I think drafting a running back high is stupid. Ty Chandler. I apologize. And, and investing a ton of draft capital, but. You know, Dalvin Cook did start 17 games. Normally, the issue with Dalvin Cook was staying healthy. He actually had a full healthy season. A lot of those guys did. 1173 yards, eight touchdowns, 4.4 yards per attempt. Now, 4.4 yards was his lowest in uh, in his career, but still, eight touchdowns, 1100 yards, still pretty good amount of production. You think they're not going to miss a step in the ground here with Alexander? I think going from dealing. I think I think a slight decline. I think losing Thielen uh, potentially you lose a reliable route runner around the red zone. Yeah, but you have Justin Jefferson, you have Hawkinson, you bring in Addison. I'm not worried there. I think the running back situation will be fine. Again, this is a McVay system. Yeah, they'll figure it no, out. No, the Hawkinson <clears throat> pickup was huge, and I think if you were worried about losing the reliability of an Adam Thielen, you know, hey, Jordan Addison comes in, he's a sexy rookie, it's interesting, but. I think Hawkinson, whatever you were worried about losing with Adam Thielen, I think you get back with Hawkinson. Yeah. And I I would say my, my take on this team in terms of uh, like my, what I was, my mind was changed on as we, as I went through this process is I like them even more in fantasy. Cause I, I think the way that, that I think the way they're going to play defense to your point is going to allow for Boom very, bust, yeah. very high scoring games. Yeah. Cause I trust that their offense will put up points. I think I think their O line is 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 fine. Well, that's and why I had that's why I had Kirk in my top ten because I think he's just going to get a a shit ton of yards. So and again, I Thielen gone, don't care. No, Dalvin Cook gone, don't care. A lot of a lot of smart football people think Mens is doing a good job, and it looks like he's recycling the roster. Here's what I'll ask you. Yes, because I feel like this is something that there is legit both sides of the coin on. Some people feel like the Vikings aren't aren't competing this year. Some people are saying that the signals and the way that they're the, the way they spent money in free agency uh, is not indicating a team that is is playing for the now. On the other side of the coin, this is Kirk Cousins last year. Yeah, um, they don't have a ton of cap space. It's not like they like they that. saved all the money. Like they do have some dead cap on the books. They're they're fairly low on active spending, but you know I don't I don't think Brian Flores or or you know. I don't think anyone on the staff is interested in a in a two year situation here. I don't think Kevin O'Connell's looking to build for for a new quarterback next year. I think these narratives, these NBA narratives that are leaking into the NFL, are out of control. So I I look at this roster. I look what they did in the offseason. I see a team that's trying to get this is Kirk Cousins' last go with the Vikings. Yeah. So let let's see what we can do with it. Yeah. I, I, who is saying? I I don't understand the. That they're not competing. Like, what are you talking about? They traded, they gave up. Um, what did they give up for Hawkinson? It was a decent amount, and that was last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that that that's also the thing where, like, when 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 the, the I, I mean, when I, the smart community likes a guy, they're just gonna compliment the moves they like and not mention the moves they don't like. 
It's just like Ryan Poles in Chicago. Everyone's like, oh, smart guy, smart guy. He only does smart things. And then it's like two inside linebackers with all your money. I thought <laughs> that was pay- dumb. They're paying Kirk Cousins a bunch of money. And yeah, I mean, it, could we bring up the draft picks again? Like, I think the they didn't draft a quarterback. I mean, they drafted Jaron Hall. I, they didn't draft a quarterback. Like, if they would have drafted Will Levis, maybe you could talk me into it. But even Will Levis is clearly a guy who's going to sit this first year. I mean, Addison is a win now, first round pick. Like, what are they, you, what are you talking about? Like, I, I'm with you though. Eighth, eighth in the league in dead cap this year. Yeah, they are bottom bottom ten in active, bottom eight in, t- t- in active spending. And so, I guess some people are talking themselves into the idea that. I don't know. I I think that like if anything, I think your division's wide open. The first year you don't well, have Aaron Rodgers in your division. Also, all I mean, you're competing against Justin Fields, Jared Goff, and Jordan Love, and you're gonna pack it in. That's some pussy shit. I I don't. No, I, I Brian I think, Flores doesn't sign up for that no, shit. Right? I think if anything, if they're tanking, he, Brian Flores didn't get that memo. If we're if anything, I mean, it was the same thing with the Giants last year. If we're being honest, like it was a hey. This team's roster sucks. They're rebuilding. They're they have all this dead cap. Eagles a couple of years before that, right? All this dead cap. They can't. They're not going to be good now. Yeah, and Eagles were ended up going. Um, no, that's my point. This team yeah. doesn't stress the the presence of one of the top five quarterbacks in the conference makes them winning now. That that's that's the ultimate take when you look at the division. And you're you have to legitimately have a, a debate with yourself. Is it Jared Goff or is it Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Who's the Imagine best? throwing in the towel for the NFC North. Oh, <laughs> the Lions and Goff, Fields, Fields and uh, and the Bears. Oh, the Jordan Love. Skull. I don't even Skull. want to compete against Jordan Skull. Love. What are we talking about? That's insane. Kyle P's in the chat. Said I'm late tuning in, but I'm glad I got to check in before the pod ended. Oh, nice. This is the Vikings division. Bet it now. I do. I we've do. said this multiple times in the office. It's like, it, like we. That's keep- why I love my Vikings Packers oh, one yeah. two exact a box at plus seven fifty because yeah. I I do think one hundred. I I those I, are the two teams I really like the most in this division. Yeah, yep, got that. And in my I pocket. and I'm going back and forth. Can we give it out on both shows? Yeah, I, I guess so, right? Because yeah. it is a synergy. It's like a Venn diagram. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to know what those the teams I mentioned earlier that uh, were undefeated in one score games? The 2012 Texans and the 2021 Bucks. Do you want to know what happened to them the next year? Sure. Eight and thirteen in in one score games combined. Combined. Okay. Which that's a lot of close games. That was more my takeaway yeah. than anything. So I think maybe they go. You know, maybe they're four and six in one score games, and then still like I, I don't. My gut instinct tells me this is again. I mean, their schedules average. I, I think this is <laughs> this is hilarious. Their win total was nine last year. Yeah. <laughs> they won thirteen or eight and a half, depend, and they yeah. won thirteen games, and now it's still eight and a half. Like th- we've really come full circle. Like back years ago, like when we were first doing the podcast, this could have oh. been. This would have been just a sneaky no. lock. Under because they're the total would be like 11 and a half or something crazy. Were the, would the, were the win totals even out at this time when we first started doing the show? Know, right. uh, that's, that's a joke. Brain can't even go back I'm that just far. Saying we were doing Let's like, take a look at their odds here. Win total set at eight and a half, make playoffs plus 104, miss playoffs minus 120, division plus 275, conference 18 to 1, Super Bowl 35 to 1. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I love that division price in and of itself alone. We'll walk through it, uh, but I do like that exacta. Why uh, not? Exacta. Why box. do you not like the division price? Because I think I think the Packers have a decent shot as well. Well, yeah, but you can play both. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, pack. I already got down on Green Bay at four to one. Like, don't be don't be a sucker to the better odds. <laughs> What was the price? Two seventy five. Two seventy five. All right, so let's let's play the math game, right? I think so it's more of a coin toss. Two seventy five would mean we'll we'll call it twenty seven percent. Okay. Do you think there's a twenty seven percent chance the Vikings win the division? If you think less, bad bet. If you think hmm. more, very easy bet to make. All right, maybe uh, let's walk <laughs> through the uh, the uh, schedule here, Ryan. I see what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Fucking Dan Campbell. Everyone's like, ah, he wants a lion. Roar. I do, I do love uh, Dan Campbell's massive lippers. It's quite a rush, almost as big of a rush as playing in the Circuit Millions Circuit Survivor Contest. Just the idea that you have a chance to win a share of fourteen million dollars, fourteen million dollars guaranteed. It's that it doesn't matter how many people submit. Either way, they're giving away fourteen million dollars. No rake. Derek's not taking any rake. He just wants you to come experience certain sports. Get your sweet hat, get a handshake from Derek, and maybe get that giant check and that sweet, sweet, sweet blue jacket, quarterly prizes, booby prizes. There really are a bunch of different ways to win the uh, Circuit Millions contest. The Circuit Survivor, so fun, so fun. I mean, imagine just going on that heater, that sweat as the season goes along. Just electric electric sign up in Vegas play from anywhere. We'll be there August 24th to the 26th for the ultimate contest sign up weekend circa sports.com sports.com. Let's go. And just, uh, I, I think I might've miscorrectly said uh, 20 years that this was the biggest Overperformance on the win based on points uh, scored points against in 22 years. So this this millennium, mm. Vikings were the 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 luckiest team. Shout out to Kirk Cousins. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. I we haven't <laughs> we've gotten this far into the show and like how much of quarterback did you get through? I I watched like um, enough two and a half episodes enough maybe. to understand why everyone's falling in love with Kirk Cousins. And I'm proud to report not falling in love with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate oh. the- <laughs> uh Josh over at youtube.com slash sports game <laughs> podcast production team put up some sweet. Uh, I mean, we've gone this far and haven't even talked about Kirk Cousins rocking those crazy chains. There's a great meme, one o'clock Kirk Cousins with the chains, primetime Kirk Cousins, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he did kind of win some primetime games last year. Did it? Yeah, I mean, we don't want to talk about it though. Okay, that, yeah. but still, pretty good trend to fade him in primetime games. I think, and I think what we learned last year is it's he's unfortunately been trending in the the wrong direction for us faders of late. As he ages, maybe he can mm. stay up later. I don't know. That seems backwards. Ryan, you're just saying that because they play the Eagles in uh, Thursday night football week two. No, that's that's a tremendously <laughs> bad. They're gonna get their ass beat. All right, week one. Yeah, so let's go through the schedule again. The win total, uh, we're in where we've reached the eight and a halfs. Bucks, week one. Oh man, coming to the spaceship, laying seven and a half oh. for the Vikings. I mean, we talked Ruh-roh. about it. we talked about in the DFS show. 
I, I keep looking at that Bucks team. We'll see who ends up being the starter, but they uh, they might be a live dog. And I think Mike Evans could have a big game. Can't run the ball. Bad offensive line. Flores blitz. Let's hope Mike Evans and guys. That's also true. That's also true. Uh, I I don't know if they'll. That's gonna be very. I I don't think I can grade it a win here, but see what happens. Week one pick show at Eagles on Thursday night football. That's a loss. That spread feels a little light. Anything. Charger, a lot light actually. Chargers at home, week three, uh, into a road game against the Panthers on the long turf in Carolina. This is a tricky. This is is a tougher start for them. The Chargers beating the bike, like the Chargers road game in Minnesota, is basically a home game for the Chargers. Far, far away from home, <laughs> nice Midwestern people around, and on turf inside. Like they're gonna. It's a non-conference road game, but oh, I, I mean care. that Vikings secondary, and they, that's the thing about this Vikings secondary. I think they can be okay as the season goes along, maybe. But Brian Flores has his his work cut out for him in these first three games. I mean, the Bucks are seven and a half point dogs, but they still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Then you got AJ Brown, Devonta yeah. Smith, then Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Like that is a murderer's row of the first three games. The receivers you're facing. I'm looking at more. Like I, I think Flores can like do well enough weeks one and four because of the quarterback matchup. That's true. So I'm going to go and two and two, two and two. I'm kind of, reading. I could, I could talk myself into it, the, the Vikings starting a little hot and then going cold late. I could see, uh, but I'm looking at their last five. It's not too crazy. I'll go two and two. D Bettis uh, also two and two. So he's he maybe a little more positive on today's show. Uh, Chiefs. All right. So week five. So we're both two and two. Yeah. Then they have the Chiefs coming to town at Bears, 49ers on Monday night football, primetime, and at Packers. <laughs> that was a, a nice a XL there. Interesting schedule, right? I mean, so uh, I actually think. I actually think they might. Uh, th- that feels like a game the Chiefs could randomly drop. Chiefs have Denver on Thursday night football in a look ahead, and they're also coming off Sunday night football at New York against the Jets. So certainly, that's you- like the perfect situation to play the Chiefs. Week five, maybe they're still figuring some stuff out. They have a Thursday game up ahead. Patrick Mahomes against that secondary might be a problem. Yeah. It's true. I, I again like look at those first five games. Keeping it simple. Without I mean, with the exception of the Panthers, I, I know everyone's really down on the Bucks. I'm gonna go two and two, although quick note, the Bear, I Bears have a mini buy. Okay. Off Thursday night. So So I, I think four and four sounds about right for this Vikings team because I could have gone I could have gone maybe three and one in those first four. And then one and three here, so I think four and four overall feels about right for this Vikings team. Aren't they going to really struggle? Aren't there's a like the not to me the night like offenses that are good that can keep up in a shootout. I do I do worry about the Vikings. They do have that nice home edge, but I I feel like I just keep they have threatening home games here to start the season, and so oh, where did you go here? and they're playing the 49ers Monday night. You have two road division yeah, games I, and the Chiefs. I think they I I they all right, so they'll they'll win one of the Niners or the Chiefs, right? 
But I think they'll drop the Bears game. You know what? I'll, I think they'll randomly beat the Chiefs and uh, the Bears, and then lose to the Packers. Two and, and two. Yeah. So two two. I think you're going to be surprised which two wins yeah. they get, but I'll go two and two. Yeah, I, that felt a little optimistic. Yeah. All right. So Falcons are. But back. I feel like I feel like two and two is slightly pessimistic. Back so uh back to back here they have at Falcons, which if Kyle you, P, even a Vikings fan, said start four and four and then win four straight in the third quadrant. So Calling his own quadrant shot here, right? At Falcons, and they have the Saints coming to town at Broncos on Sunday night football and the Bears on Monday night football. Oh, back to back Kirk no. Cousins primetime games. So the the obvious bad defenses in this stretch are the Bears and Falcons. Saints and Broncos might be trickier tests, but I mean that brought road road game against the Broncos in prime time. That's losable. You could talk me into three and one here. Earl James is uh, saying zero and eight for the really. Vikings. What what team does uh, he show <laughs> allegiance to? I like the hatred. Please share share more of your hatred, sir. Trevor uh, is saying four and eight overall. I'm surprised people are so down on the Vikings. I understand they're going to regress some. But I still think there's enough talent on this team, and you do have Justin Jefferson. Like that, I just don't think this. All right, so where am I at right now? You're I'm four at... and four. I was almost gonna go three and one because of Kyle's confidence <sighs> to go four and zero. Oh, but the the double up primetime games, but, but at, at Broncos is tough. But at home against the Bears, you got to get that win. They'll get that. Du- Saints, I think they two can and beat two? Falcons. Two and trash. Two. two and two. Two and two. Uh, it's two and two. That's the answer. I'm at six and six. I I don't even have any good I'll nuggets. Go two and two. Like I I Denver's coming off a game against Buffalo on Monday night. Is that is that worrisome? But Ryan, like you said in the uh, DFS show, yeah, the, the, the 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 stuff coming out of Russell Wilson and camp is oh, not good. Could be bad. All right, so we're we're both at six and six. Yep. All right. Last late buy that can go either way. And then they come out and it's at Raiders, at Bengals, and back to back weeks. Raiders is a dome game, reminder. Then they have the Lions, a Packers game in prime time with another Lions game. Hmm. So last year, the Lions spoiled the Packers' chances. What if this year the Vikings spoil the Lions' chances? I do think, I, I do think that if you're giving me a shootout, between the Lions and the Vikings. And I have Flores playing defense and Kirk Cousins playing quarterback. I think I would take the Vikings. So I, I that's a minimum of a split for me. Okay. I mean, for me, the Raiders game definitely grading that as a win. Yeah. Bengals definitely a loss. They're not going gonna go win outdoors in Cincinnati. No, late. not that's when Cincy's good too. That's when they're ready to shine. Um, and then, and then so I think maybe you three, beat Green Bay and split with the split with the Lions. Three and two. Yeah, three and two feels yeah. right. You're going three and two as well, Ryan. I kind of, I kind of think this is right. I, I gotta, I gotta add the uh, tab to the sheet here where we can see the standings because I feel like we're in a tight. We've done three of the teams of the North now. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I we so we're both nine and eight here. Yep. Bears, I am seven and ten. You're eight and nine. Okay. 
what it's going to be a tight log. And then I'm nine and eight <laughs> for the Packers and you're nine and eight for the Packers. Yeah. That's why I like the uh, green Bay, Minnesota one and two at uh, plus seven fifty. That should be exciting. And uh, yeah, Detroit, we uh, don't have, well, I mean, Detroit coming next week on Monday night. So we don't have, I don't want to tip my hand, but we don't have anyone in the NFC North winning 10 games, which maybe is that wrong? You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to, we want to bump the Vikings up one. I'm going to bump the Vikings up to 10 and seven. That third quadrant, I'll go three and one. Kyle P making some good points about Justin Jefferson uh, being what uh, Kirk Cousins needs to fix him in prime time. So ten and seven feels about right, yeah. and that's still a three-game regression uh, from previous. Yeah, that sounds about right. Ten. Yeah, and I don't seven. mind being a little higher. Are you going ten and seven, Ryan? Uh, no, I'll keep it nine and eight. They okay. they got the tiebreaker over the Packers. Uh, make playoffs. I actually like make playoffs at plus one hundred four too. I, I'd rather just take the division. I, I, I don't like. I take the division, take the exacta that we gave out, the seven fifty. You know, maybe maybe Detroit holds serve and they're actually good. I'm I'm saying, uh, I guess I'll take division to it. Uh, do I, I just don't add- think they're getting two teams out of this division, dude? Yeah. Although what division is like, where are the teams coming from? <laughs> they got to come from somewhere in the NFC. <sighs> this is tricky. Yeah. But I feel like we've gotten to that point in the Rubik's cube where we got one whole side and you're trying to rack <laughs> your brain as to how the rest of it isn't fit solved and how you're supposed to take it. I'll back just apart. go make playoffs. I'll go make playoffs. The green Bay, Minnesota one and two at plus seven fifty over eight and a half wins. Any, any sort of player props you like Ryan? Well, I mean, I like, I, I don't know. Well, I, I had, so a couple things, couple things I noted one is like, is it possible for Justin Jefferson to win offensive player year of the year again? Cause why wouldn't he, this defense might be worse. Okay. They might have to throw more because they don't have the running game without Dalvin Cook and Madison's already banged up. I, I don't know if we mentioned that, but in real time, Madison is currently banged up. Yeah, again, that's why I'm not super high on Madison. Are you do you have any interest in looking into a, a just running back Justin Jefferson? Price is too short, right? What's a, a 13 to 1. He's nah, the second favorite. Nah. I don't I don't think there's just a ton. Kirk of- Cousins, all-time good guy, reflected in quarterbacks. Everyone loves him. 50 to 1 MVP. No, absolutely not. Right? <laughs> absolutely not. No, no. Um, do we have the most passing yards market? Because that could be for Kirk Cousins. Oh, so when we discussed this, yeah, I, he's only ten to one. Well, they know. That's what I'm saying. I, I I like that idea, but at that price, I don't know. I I gave out Golf Stafford because they're eighteen to one, twenty five to one. I'll I'll stick on those guys. Um, let's see. We we could have a conversation about Addison in the rookie receiving yards market. He's only three to one. I I think they're I think this is a tough team this year. Uh we can talk even about, you know, if I don't agree with this one, but if you think Hunter is gonna have himself a year and they're gonna have lots of opportunity because they're in these shootouts and the scheme is freeing him up in more one on ones, he's thirty to one most sacks. Hmm. To me, there's such a there's such a like there's such quality at the top there. It's difficult. But what about just over nine point uh, seven five for Danielle Hunter? Mm. 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's see my my I I argued the other way though. I think Flores' scheme doesn't produce like single guy sack. I think a lot like the defense will get a lot of sacks, but they'll be spread around. I mean, he's had ten and a half last year, six the year before, fourteen and a half, fourteen and a half, seven, twelve and a half. So nine and a half feels doable. Again, it does seem like they could have a lot of opportunity. Yeah, I'm just uh, I I'm slightly not as in on Madison as you are. I'm gonna take a look at his. Uh, did they pull? But his running backs don't matter, right? But that's why I still have them going ten and seven. But I I think it's gonna be more a. Uh, yeah, I mean Alexander Madison's at nine hundred and a half. I'm gonna take the under. Okay, that's because I think that's to your probably point, a good bet. I because because to your point, unders are better than overs. Um, there's one, I, I don't know if he's just never done it for a, a complete season Two, I think they are kind of high on some of these other younger guys that could get some decent looks three. You just have, they have so much passing options. They have been clear, like very direct about the idea that they, they're fine with Madison carrying the load. So, you know, you got, I guess you got to read between the bullshit him getting hurt already. Maybe they're changing that opinion and they want to, you know, divvy it up a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, he, he, the most yards he's ever had in a season, Ryan. Guess what? He, what he's got to? He was only. I mean, he's probably only ever started more than a couple of games in a season. So what has he had? Like a four hundred yard season? Four hundred ninety one. Yeah, okay. I just think you're asking for a guy who's going into year five to him for him to jump up to nine hundred yards. Well, if he stays healthy and he's the he's actually the guy, like they're saying, he'll get that easy. Right, but I just think there's so many ways that can go wrong. So yeah, give me the under. Under on Alexander Madison, nine hundred and a half rushing yards, make playoffs plus one oh four. Green Bay, Minnesota, exact a box, one and two at plus seven fifty. Minnesota over eight and a half wins. Vikings ten and seven. Uh I have uh, what's your take on uh Jordan Hicks? Because he's thirty to one in the most tackles market. Hmm. He he it kind of looks like he's gonna project to be sucking up a lot of the tackles on this defense. And if they're if they're bad, that le- generally leads to more tackles. Yeah, but 30, I don't think they're gonna be that bad. They're, he's, the defense? He's, oh, the defense? That's what I'm saying. Like Hicks, he's he's kind of a you know, he's the thirteenth favorite, so it's not it's not that juicy of a price. Lead the league, you said? In in tackles and assists. Yeah, I Yeah, I don't I, know. He's never been like a massive tackle guy. Well, I mean again, he's he he's being put into a situation where may, maybe he could. I mean, I think what 129 maybe is what I saw last year. Yep. I don't know. Uh the last thing I have here is when you when you scroll over to the sucker bets. <laughs> Justin Jefferson to have 8 100-yard games. Okay. How easy do you think that is? Eight one hundred yard games because the price is even money. Fucking robbery. <laughs> that's way again. Fucking robbery. That's way. T- it's like I a, hate that they do this. Don't uh, show me these and then it's almost it's almost like an eight game parlay. Oh, it is. It's an eight game parlay where you're getting plus one hundred. So it's it's like those guys who parlay minus four hundred, minus six thousand, minus twelve hundred, blah blah blah. Yeah, no, no way. I'm touching something like that. Uh, and and I've been going to the the well of of bringing up the point total. Yep. Over under because that feels like a fun way to 
maybe remove some of the variants of wins and losses, Sean. Can they score 25, uh, 24 and a half points per game like they did last year? Can they score? But can they basically, last year they scored 25 points a game. Can they score 24 and a half points a game this year? Uh, I'm, I'm not messing with points on this one. All right. What do you do? Are you going to add a see, points I, bet? I, well, I, I think I, I don't see how this offense isn't good. Isn't going to move the ball. Isn't yeah, good. And Justin Jefferson had games. touchdown regression. Like you were saying, yeah, no, that's the, that's the other Mark good point. Me down over four, four, 15 and a half bad defenses in the conference, two games against the bears, two games against the lions. All right. You talked me into it. I haven't been throwing these out for every team, but some of these teams, it seems like the totals are going to like the Vikings having the highest total on the board every week could be a, a thing this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much we can, we can be done. The We can be done We division pass leader. That's what we wanted to talk about. Uh, what, are, what are we looking here? NFC? Oh, NFC North Kirk cousins, minus one fifty. Kirk Cousins minus one. Most passing yards. I don't know. Laying that number. It's not good. What yeah. about receiving? Do you want to? You want to hear? I mean, what what's the, Justin Jefferson minus two hundred, minus three hundred? It's got to be a ma- it's minus three sixty. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be a pretty big. Favorite. It's almost not even worth. No, I I, I think both them. I'm not touching it. All right, Kirk, so Kirk's getting up there. I can't lay minus one fifty. So me. we'll just do the exacta. The exacta. Uh, make playoffs, Madison under over 14, over four, 15 and a half points over eight and a half wins. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Again, another team where it's like, I, I certainly could see a version of them like not being good, but it, it would involve Kirk cousins getting hurt. I, I hate to say it, but if Kirk cousins stays healthy, I don't, can they, can they really be worse than like a, a seven win team? They they play. I mean, I mean the 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 version where they go bad is the defense is too aggressive and gets exposed, and now all of a sudden they're like five and twelve, which I think is in the realm of possibilities. I think Kirk Cousins has to go hurt. Ten and seven, I like. Uh, All right, last last thing. But I think we'll know early on with this Vikings team. Do you? So yeah, yeah, you're probably right. That we'll see how they look against them. If they come out and get their ass beat by the Bucks, that that will be a tough look. You can bet on them to lose in the wild card round at plus three fifty. <laughs> oh man, that's like uh, taking candy from a baby. No, I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, we don't need to do that. We don't need. To, no, that we did enough. That's just it's enough. just a silly bet because you don't we know who they're gonna play. Could end up playing the Giants. Right. That's an easy win. We're, All right, we're good. We got everything down. We got everything paper. down. Time for everyone's favorite part of the show: naming. The Minnesota Vikings 2023 MLD, aka most likely DGen. Kramer, do you want to start? Uh, I assume you're not going to use Jordan Addison for claiming to have to speed at 140 <laughs> miles an hour for a dog oh medical God. emergency. No, I'll, I'll go happily go first. Kay. And this is this is less about the likelihood that this man uh, would get caught sports gambling and more about a combination of a, his origin from Brooklyn, New York. All right. Already sketchy coached with the Patriots through all the cheating years. Oh, wow. Then went to the dolphins where the owner got, got hit with some, uh, some tampering lawsuits were filed, sued the NFL 
because his childhood team, the New York Giants, and close personal personal friend John Mara blackballed him. He's on the list. He's literally on, if if the commissioner was Steve Buscemi, <laughs> Brian Flores' name would be written in lipstick on his wall. So if you're talking about a situation, I don't know if this man gambles. I know he likes to blitz, but I don't give a shit. This is gonna be a frame job. Brian Flores back in the league, short lease. Maybe the some lawsuit pops back up. I don't know. It's gonna be something dirty. But when we find out that Brian Flores is getting suspended for gambling on games, let's remember. <laughs> let's remember to ask the right questions. Uh, Earl James asking anyone on the roster from Iowa. Ooh. Here, I I <laughs> was gonna select this gentleman because my mindset is right there with you. I mean, apparently everyone in Iowa just <laughs> loves gambling. Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, they just. Well, what else is there to do there? Iowa, you just. I mean, Jame, we need to get Jay Mark to, to go out there on location <laughs> and find out what's going on. You just hang out, you drink whiskey, you talk about fantasy football, and you bet on the games you're playing in. The Iowa kicker is now accused of uh, gambling on Iowa Iowa State placing the under, which is a kicker. I mean, come on. Uh, there is a guy on the team, uh, Kine. Nwengwu. Oh, the running back. Yes, who is uh, out of Iowa State, so he's right right. there in that hornet's nest. You could have gone much bigger. T.J. Hawkinson went to Iowa. Iowa. He's an Iowa guy. Tight end U. Who knew that tight end U is really a DJ? (laughs) DJ U. I wasn't going to play up the Iowa angle. The the Iowans have suffered enough. And if you you. if you if you uh, were an Iowa athlete who gambled on games, feel free to DM us. We won't blow your spot up. Uh, I am going against the grain. First off, this guy's name just jumped off the page. Give Uh me offensive lineman (laughs) D two UDFA Jackie Chen. That's right. (laughs) One of the few Asian Americans in the NFL. A really a a pretty cool story. His parents are uh, immigrants from China. Now. If you know, uh, there's also that's been a study released that concluded that um, in Chinese American communities, problematic gambling one and a half to five times higher than those of non-Chinese people. Ryan, we know. Hashtag Dejans only. Our Asian brothers love to get down, love some action. Uh, it was tough t- trying to research Jackie Chen because obviously anytime <laughs> you put that in, Google goes, "You must mean Jackie Chen." I'm like, "No, I'm talking about the offensive lineman from Pace." It's a cool story. So uh, I just googled that, and first thing that comes <laughs> up, Jackie Chan reveals how he blew his fortune on women gambling and quote generous gifts. Yeah, come, I mean, hey. We've been there, right? Can Hashtag Dejans. The rest of the, the rest of the money he wasted. Uh, sh- please just update mine to Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jack- Jackie Chan. He, dude, in his memoir, he states he visited prostitutes. I mean, the- <laughs> he he routinely visited prostitutes in gambling dens. Jackie Chan. Yeah, we need to get Jackie. We need Chan's to get book. Jackie Chan on the show and Jackie Chan. It's called Never Grow Up. <laughs> we need to get this book. All right, that sounds like a lot of fun. So my uh, DJ, <laughs> my MLD, Jackie Chen, uh, Kramer's Brian Flores. I got him going ten and seven. Uh, Kramer talked me into the over four and four fifteen and a half points. Madison under nine hundred and a half rushing yards. Make playoffs plus one hundred four. The Green Bay Mini exact at plus seventy. 
plus seven fifty, the exact box over eight and a half wins. Kramer similar, um, but you got the division in there plus two seventy five. <laughs> no playoffs, no Madison hate, and you got them going nine and eight. We're seeing uh, eye to eye on this one. Skull, 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 skull. Uh, Set week two. Do Please. we do we make the graphic uh, for our MLDs for this episode just a rush hour thing with 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 Jackie <laughs> Chen Flores and Brian Flores, and Jackie Chen? The problem, is, I mean. <laughs> Is that offensive? I thought it's pretty funny. I think. I mean, I mean can, they can, could have their own action movie. Brian Flores and Jackie Chen. Roger Goodell's the evil guy. Imagine Brian Flores yelling at uh, Jackie Chen, the offensive line. You dumb Do motherfucker! You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. You got to pick up this blitz, Jackie Chen. Well, hopefully, he makes the team. Uh, it's. I mean, it's really a cool Whoa. story. He's, his wife's or his girlfriend's pregnant, trying to get a family. It's. Yes. It's really like the immigrant uh, a, story is, of America. Is there a couch involved? Couch. Jeremy Lin slept on a couch. I don't know just oh. if there's a couch involved. I mean, they always have a couch, right? Kurt Kurt Warner slept on his teammate's couch because he he was just bagging groceries. He didn't have a house. That's the best part of the almost made the team. Which, by the way, Sean, if he doesn't make the team, he can't get suspended. Oh, okay. so let's hope he makes the team. I want to get one of these right, because if we get one of these right, oh. Sean, God help the internet. It's yeah, gonna be we'll, the ultimate. We tout. will never forget this. We're, we're gonna tout it so hard, people are gonna be so upset with us. You can't, you can't predict gambling suspension. <laughs> what's wrong with you? What, what's wrong with you? Why do you? Hmm, the world's really fucked up. Anyway, yep. rush. Rush Hour Four coming Rush to your theater four soon. Coming uh, to a theater near you. More NFL previews coming to your podcast feed. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/sportsgamblingpodcast. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. Support the war on corporate gambling. Uh, sign up for our Patreon. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/patreon. Can I make a prediction? Sure. Bonus prediction. Someone's gonna get send us an angry message about this episode. They're not um, gonna like our Vikings predictions. No. Uh, why? Because the, they oh, they're too high on the, the they're serious rush hour. Fans, oh, okay. that's why. Well, we have a lot of film critics. How dare show. we make fun of Jackie Chan? <laughs> Trevor saying in the YouTube chat, "Great show, gents. Thank, oh, thank you, Trevor. <laughs> Salud. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gaming Podcast. Oh, Sports Gaming Podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. He's Ryan. Next up, Steelers, Seahawks, and Browns on Friday. Kramer, let it ride.